0: Welcome to Psychopath in Your Life. This is episode number 144, and I'm your host, Diane Emerson. Just checking to make sure I got the speakers on. Yeah, okay. So today we're going to be, um, there's, we're not quite finished with the latest deal with the WHO, WHO, also known as the World Health Organization, which I will be referring to as WHO. I always think of that, you know, w- what was that, the Ghostbusters with, who are you going to call? It's kind of funny with the name, like, who are you going to call? I don't think, well, I'll leave that up to you guys, but my opinion after doing this research is I don't think I'd be calling these folks. But anyway, so thanks for all your messages. And do remember that help is voluntary, but it's very much needed here because, remember, you're now listening to the researcher, writer, and the show producer here, just a little old me, so whatever you can do to help is very much appreciated. So this week was kind of interesting. Um, I was also taking a look at some of the things that have to do with our programming, Like, how do we get some of these ideas we have in our heads? Um, And also, this program I want to talk about today has to do with snakes. S-N-A-K-E-S. Are you sitting up? Yes, snakes. You know, those things that slither around. Anyway, so, some interesting photos this week. Um, I saw a couple of kids in strollers at some airport with um, water bottles on their heads, which is a unique approach. Um, and some guy was walking around with a motorcycle helmet now one thing to keep in mind as far as those masks that they're wearing the blue masks, I believe in you know, please in the comments um, Your surgeon probably wears that mask so he doesn't spit on you during surgery But I'm not sure about the effectiveness of all those folks with those masks other than they make very good photo opportunities. So anyway, so Meanwhile back at the ranch here. I was checking out who to see what they were up to for the weekend They must be really exhausted because not much news out of them. So, (laughs) Um, but meanwhile, you know, while this is going on in this country, the EPA, which for those of you outside the country, stands for the Environmental Protection Agency. You know, the folks that are supposed to keep the poisons out of the water and stuff. Well, they, um, when when all these things take place, these little panic deals over the corona, um, other things are usually taking place. This was a pretty good one because... um, the EPA is going to be signing off on four new chemicals in the PFAS family. And, you know, there's a lot of concerns about mental health as far as health concerns. And this ubiquitous chemicals have been used to make thousands of products like Teflon, Guard, food packaging, water, and stain-resistant textiles. An increasing volume of academic and government research has linked PFAS, PFAS, to cancer, liver disease, sounds like a great deal here, huh? Autoimmune disorders, kidney disruptions, and a range of other serious health problems. Research has found that PFAS is in the blood of 97% of Americans and in the drinking water of more than 100 million people rely on. Now, I don't know about 100 million, um, probably, probably, I'd probably guess higher, um, so anyway, so yeah, welcome to the world of water, right? Um, you know, that, that was a whole psyops thing with Obama and the water thing in Flint, Michigan. You know, he acted like he was drinking the water. He wasn't drinking the water. And they also wanted us to believe that bad water just is in one particular geographic area. But let me not get off on that tangent here today. <clears throat> so let's talk about snakes. Um, you're going to think, wow, snakes. You know, I'd like you to test this because I, I don't, I'm not going to do research on snakes here. But I do want to, snakes have a few different um, meanings to a lot of us. And snakes also, I'm guessing here, so I really rely on you to put in the comments. I think snakes typically um, evoke, I don't know, not warm and loving feelings. Now, I don't believe that snakes should be killed or anything. I believe they are part of the environment. But in general, um, maybe do a little test this week. Um, If you're working in an office where they allow you to bring your dog in, Excuse me, your dog in for the day. So instead of bringing in your Labrador <laughs> or your Retriever, why don't you bring in a snake into the office and just see what the general reaction is. Because my view is, is that most people are not on board with snakes, okay? Now, I don't run screaming around in, on some sort of wild thing about snakes, but they don't elicit a lot of things, w- which we think of as terms of warm and fuzzy, okay? So you're thinking, well, why are you bringing up snakes? Well, because snakes show up in a few different places here. Um, if you'll notice on the logo for doctors, the medical profession, they use a snake. I think they use two snakes. <coughs> Excuse me, which makes sense because the dual thing. And then who else uses a snake? Who? Who uses a snake? They have a they have a single snake crawling up their logo. So I started thinking about snakes, and so I looked up snakes have a few different meanings and you may have your own so please jump in there okay a snake according to zoology which kind of is always interesting because don't forget um kenzie the guy who brought pedophilia to the world was a zoologist okay so i always think about him when i think about snakes and zoology so okay so a snake it's often a serpent in the bible not clear why it's a serpent versus a snake but the creature that tempted eve identified in Christian tradition with Satan as a su- subtle sly or treacherous person now I would say that's probably how I would probably view snakes right but there's other people who may view this snake according to um, some sort of Greek mythology or something so you have a couple ways to go here with the snakes but you're gonna have to help decide where do you think we should go with a snake deal okay um, so if you look at a picture and these are all things that I would encourage you to just do a quick search for okay because none of this stuff is hiding around here okay so look at those two logos and then also in the Vatican you'll find a picture of the Pope and he is actually seated there and he is surrounded by snakes okay so we got all these snakes right so I started thinking who are these people and Last week we talked a little bit about the signaling, you know, the El Diablo. <clears throat> so just to clarify a little bit about that, and then I'll get out of the snakes, because I know you're probably sitting on the edge of your sheets, seat snaking. Snakes, snakes, snakes. Okay. Basically, the Illuminati, they, they view regarding the sign of the horns, which is also El Diablo, and it's been used in conjunction with Satanism and satanic themes now i can't say that every single person flashing this sign is a satanist okay but i can say that there are satanists and there are also people who are mimicking their behavior like those kids in these concerts they're they're mimicking behavior okay but if we've got the satan founder the church satan founder that guy anton lavey you know he's been depicted in several times making the gesture and so they also use this in some Eastern mythology things, the same symbol. So we're, we're looking at probably a symbol that's being um, co- converted. So it's probably started off with one thing. And for the people who were concerned about Helen Keller and the, the deaf thing, Helen Keller never really came up with the symbols, but that's a whole different subject. So anyway, so as I'm cruising along here, I, let's get back over here to these. Um, so I run across this guy. I'll show you how my mad mind works when I start doing these research projects. So we last left off with these vaccines and stuff, right? So I'm starting to look around, and I'm watching these news reports. And it all kind of started with this dude named Richard Hatchett. So I see this guy Richard Hatchett up on the stage talking about vaccines. So at first I was kind of confused about Richard because I found him working here in this government as part of the Health and Human Services. And then I found him working for a group called CEPI. CEPI. So I went on the hunt for Richard and then I got confused because I ran across the World Economic Forum and the World Economic Forum, in case you want to know, they're the folks that do the G2 Global Smart City Alliances. They're, they're into all the smart city stuff. Okay, so and this whole alliance thing with this World Economic Forum, which is WEF, okay, and that morphs into this this other deal down the road here. But basically, the WEF was started in 1971, and it's located in Switzerland. A lot of these people are located in Switzerland. We have this kind of a false idea that Switzerland's kind of not not exactly what people would think it is. Okay, we'll leave it there. So anyway, so I started following these WEF people. Well, they're pretty interesting to me because they're talking about all this artificial intelligence. And they're talking about, you know, they meet in Davos, Switzerland every year, the WEF. And you'll look up pictures, and you'll see all their jets lined up there. So it's the top of the top of the top, okay? So what their general theory is, their feeling is, and this is their quote, together they will create, test, and implement global norms and policy standards to help ensure that data collected in public places is used, is used safely and ethically. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about the ethical part, because remember one thing. If everybody lets this happen all this artificial intelligence there is no winding this clock back okay so I'll keep going on here and give you some more about how these WF people think because that's how I led got led down this road to the vaccine so they say about these smart cities they say cities are the solution makers and test beds of the future hello Australia wonder why they're burning all that land there okay our ability to move forward technologically, advancements, and smart city solutions is directly related to the responsible and ethical use of technology. Well, we've already seen that the people heading technology, I'm not sure I'd count on them to be ethical, but that, that's up for you guys to decide, okay? Only by creating a joint trust, this is these same people talking, not me, based framework. Can we realize the full potential of smart city technologies for the benefit of all mankind in the future? And this was a quote by um, the mayor of Finland. And some of their goals, this um, little group here, WEC, um, they're making it easier for governments to, um, they're, they're meeting every year because through the years, numerous businesses, uh, they meet every single year. They, they meet more than once a year, okay? We know that they meet once a year. I'm sure that they have quite a bit of communication going on in between. So um, what they do is these government sorry, these government and civil leaders so civil society lead government and civil society leaders. Let that sink in, okay? These people are the leaders, okay? They have made their way to the high Alps to consider the Major global issues of the day, and to brainstorm on solutions to address this. Okay, this is the World Economic Forum, <clears throat> loading up on their jets, heading up to Davos. Okay, while many global institutions are notable for the breadth of nations or the powerful political leaders attending their gatherings, the World Economic Forum annual meeting, and indeed all the activities and initiatives of the forum around the world. Are distinguished by the active participants of government, business, and civil society figures. Continues on, the forum engages the most experienced and the most promising, all working together in the collaborative and collegial spirit of Davos. Okay, so. They're going along since '71. These these uh, leaders, okay, and their private jets, and I, I'm gonna guess they're probably all billionaires, okay, so. Part of one of these things, which I found kind of interesting, was that they're taking this new twist now, and they're looking at it like, "Hey, we were wrong by not being more inclusive in the past, but trust us, we're going to manage ourselves better in the future." So that's kind of the gist that's coming out of this spirit of novels thing. Okay, that we kind of realize we've screwed everybody up, but <clears throat> we're going to fix it. So you know, here's where this all f- sits in. Okay, what we're seeing here is a lot of peer review, P-E-E-R, and. Who does peer review? Well, all of these people, even look around YouTube. If you're suspicious of somebody, I mean, just look at somebody on the left, okay? Look at who all the people are they interview. They all interview each other. Where'd they get that technique from? Well, doctors have used it forever because everything they do is peer reviewed. To me, this is um, wolf in the hen house action, okay? We have a system set up so everybody reviews themselves, just like If you want to go back to the UN model, same kind of deal. The entire organization is set up basically on peer review, which means ignoring all known laws, okay? So anyhow, so where was I here? Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. Um, But yeah, it's pretty crazy when you think about it because all these people are reviewing each other. Just like our Food and Drug Administration, big pharmacists on the board, they review each other. So what kind of, you know, it's, it's a psychopathic run society is what we have here. So anyhow, so these guys all meet in the Spirit of Davos. So things started to change around 2015. Okay, that's when they started looking for more um, participation. So what happened in June at the Davos meeting? What do they do? They come up with CP C E P I. It was officially launched in eight. I said June. Sorry, 18th of January 2017. So now your burning question is, what does CP have to do? Well, very good question. CP is an innovative partnership between public, private, philanthrop they have so many words for philanthropic and civil organizations. It was founded by the governments of India and Norway. Kinda interesting about those two. I don't know why those two. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Q the um, thing from the what is it? What was that show? The Twilight Zone. Um Welcome, which is a drug manufacturer, and the World Economic Forum. So what they did was CP became this big partner with WEF. So other partners include multinational pharmaceutical corporations, the World Health Organization, who are you going to call, and the NGOs. Gee, isn't that interesting? They're all part of CP, the people that are going to spearhead this vaccine thing. Gee, funny how this all works out, doesn't it? The rapid global spread and unique epidemiology—this is the um, the mission for these C.P. people. C.P. people, <laughs> C.P. is hard just to say. C.E.P.I. Okay. So what they have done—they're they're heading up the um, coronavirus um, vaccine. Them and the World Health Organization. So their concern, but I I don't know how deep their concern is because I would have thought they would have been on this deal, but you know. Who am I to say right? So what they're doing is in coordination with who, as it leads the development of a coordinated international response. CP, the CP are the folks we want to pay attention to. Okay, CP is promoting the development of new vaccines against the emerging threat. Okay, so in last week we opened a new. This is they're they're talking, not me. Last week we opened a new rolling funding opportunity to rapidly develop and manufacture already proven vaccine, vaccine technology approach that can be used against the new coronavirus. So what they're doing is gathering the troops, right? CP is supported by several leading pharmaceutical companies. You see where you got the wolf in the hen house here? <coughs> um, um, the pharmaceutical companies, GSK, Merck, that's M-E-R-C-K, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, Sanofi, and Takeda, T-A-K-E-D, I think they're out of Japan, plus the Biotechnological Innovation Organization, that's a mouthful, CP will draw on this deep expertise in vaccine research and development to its efforts. Companies have been developing different methods to respond to CP's forthcoming request for vaccines. They just put out a big call for requests, so providing scientific expertise and vaccine development and manufacturing capabilities. CEPA is gonna be the one that's heading up this whole thing, okay? And just a little bit of news. CP CEPI and GSK announced collaborative to strengthen the global effort. The UK government. Hey UK folks. Your government just gave CP 20 million additional funds. So there you go, the latest in what's going on with who and CP. And any reason for concern amongst you guys? I think I would be very, very concerned. But that's just me. I'm just here to call the balls and the strikes, and I'll meet you in the comments and be safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye for now.